1: The podcast where we talk all things culture over some nice cafecito. I'm Joel And I'm Yvette Cruz. Thanks for joining us. Today, we're going to hit you up with two topics. We're going to start talking about school shootings and in light of everything that has happened over, or I should say everything that happened the past few weeks in Florida. We're going to talk about how school shootings, but also about how social media, the power of social media, when these shootings have been occurring and how students have taken power to to report these stories as well. So we'll get into that. We'll also get into some people might say a related topic, which is bullying and everything from cyberbullying to adult bullying, which people don't tend to think exists, but it does. And we'll get into that in a little bit. So Yvette, why don't you get us started today?
0: Yeah. Okay. So we're no strangers to tragic events. It seems like they just keep happening you know they're happening in our movie theaters in our malls during marathons and concerts and worst of all like you said they're happening in our schools this is horrible and it just seems like we're left to pick up the pieces and hope that something will change uh recently on february 14th there was another mass shooting that took place and this time it was at marjorie stoneman douglas high school in parkland florida where 17 people were killed by a former student with an AR-15. And many more were left injured and physically, and I guess it's safe to say emotionally, too. So for this particular segment, episode, segment, I guess, um, I don't want to talk about the shooter too much. I don't want to give him that attention. I don't think he deserves it. Uh, I want to talk about the students. So these students, I think, are unlike any other victims. It seems that they are... Some of them, lots of them are doing everything in their power to be the last school shooting. There was a CBS News article titled Internet Connected Parkland Teens Wield Their Power. And it's basically about how the students are using their phones or no, how the students use their phones and social media to stream the terrifying event that they were going through as it was happening. And now they're using the power of social media to bring about change. So um, I want to read the first line of the article. It says, let me go up here. <clears throat> To scroll through the Twitter feeds of students from Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School from the past week is to relive their horror. And yeah, the article includes screenshots from and I'm sure you've seen these shared on social media. We we talked about these. Obviously, we work in news. So we're seeing this stuff all the time. Um, but it's likely that people even who don't follow the news as much as we do heard about this um, this terrible event and uh you what you saw on social media was screenshots of conversations being shared from you know students inside the the school and what they were saying to their family members and to other friends Mm -hmm. and it's just it's like I'm getting chills now just seeing some of that stuff seeing the horror that they were living and then that their family members or friends were like living for them and so you know you saw that you saw pictures of like oh this one just like it's, it's, um. you sit, p- saw pictures of kids like underneath their desks and just take like taking pictures of the room and they were updating the world, I guess you could say. And they, one of them said, still locked in. I checked the local news and there are 20 victims. And that was at the time of the shooting. There wasn't a lot of information going out. But yeah, they're they're using their, they were using their phones to find out what was happening, but they were also using their phones to tell the world what was happening. And so, you know, there were videos of um SWAT teams coming in and oh, it's just, just some, terrifying stuff. And I I don't think anybody should ever have to live through it, but it seems like people are going through it more and more these days. And so I want to get your thoughts on this. We grew up, obviously, in a different time where we weren't, I guess it's safe to say, we weren't as scared to go to school that something like this would happen. We weren't, you know, we had other things on our mind. And we also didn't have um, the technology that today's kids have to broadcast what's happening and you know bring about change and so what are your thoughts on 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 what they've what they've been doing and and how how the world is reacting how the world is seeing um what's happening
1: what well, first uh what I do want to say is i want to well i want to start off with just giving my condolences to to the families and to the to the friends to yeah. everybody and not just the, the people that who are lost loved ones the people that survived that are emotionally scarred and this is going to be with them forever. Absolutely. And it's something that's, like you said at the beginning, we've gotten accustomed to it. It's It's reached a point where we're sadly not surprised by it. It's just kind of like, oh, there's another shooting. And we just kind of ro- roll our eyes, whether it's at a theater and especially even at schools. Now it's just like, oh, another school shooting. Yeah. Like it's becoming the norm. And one thing that I will start off this conversation with, at least on my end, the courage of these kids to in the moment know that they need to, tr- the, the, to, they need to send out this information. Not because, and I don't think it crosses anybody's mind or any of their minds to say, I got to put this up on social just because to put it on social. No, no, not they're at thinking all. about their, yeah, they're thinking about their lives here. They're thinking about, I need to let the world know or my family know or whoever know that this is going on. My life is at risk here. Mm-hmm. And if these are my final moments, which is a scary thought to think about, if these are my final moments, I am going to let you know what had happened in these final moments, whether it is something brave that you saw. Well, here's, you know, my professor is holding back the door yeah. or I'm trying to run here. Like we're in a group of people or here, we're hiding. And, and these are horrible circumstances to be talking about. But these kids nowadays, they're obviously much smarter. They have much more information. The instruments that they have there is so powerful. Everything with social media. we, we sometimes take it for granted because most of the time a lot of people are just posting things just to post things and some of those things don't even make sense but when it comes to these things the power that these st- students have posting these on social media and telling the world what is going on i think i think back to the first shooting that i can remember which was columbine back yeah. in 1999 when that happened uh, i was leaving middle school and i was about to go to high school and when that happened, that felt like we at that time it was like, OK, that was the scariest thing that could ever happen. Like, you can't believe what it was What I was 19 or 20 people that had been shot and killed. And I remember it got so bad that at when I got to high school, our high school didn't allow us to say the word Columbine. Really? Yeah, we were banned. From, Ogden? Yeah, at Ogden. Yeah, at Ogden High, they told us if somebody says Columbine, the teacher is going to say, hey, don't say that word.
0: What, like you can't talk about the incident? You can't
1: talk about the incident. It wow. was just a different, I think just because it had a... It was so taboo. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. There had been school shootings yeah. before. Oh, yes. Tons. Yeah. I've,
0: I've looked it up. Yeah. And yeah. It's crazy to think that Columbine is one that we remember, but there were tons yeah. before that.
1: I just think with that one, I think just the extreme nature of, uh, and not necessarily because there was social media, because there wasn't social media. Yeah. There was internet. Um, So you could go to whether it was AOL or MSN to see these images. But I think what resonated a lot is uh, the camera, the videos inside the the school, Mm -hmm. what was going on, because you could see the images of the two individuals that Mm -hmm. were doing uh, the uh, the shooting. Uh, Also, the images that we saw on CNN and some of these other outlets, the helicopter images, seeing people jump out of windows like they were. I do remember that one. Specifically, of one student, he just jumped out the window and yeah. and was dragged to safety because it was it was hectic. And now with social media, it almost feels like, even though I don't want to be, uh, nobody should be in a classroom with obviously when the shooting is going on. Now we're in the classroom, and some exactly, of these yeah. and some of these images that we see here. There's one on the CBS uh, on this CBS piece yeah. that it's the moment where the police come in; they're starting to do their check the of sort, the school, yeah. uh-huh. and you could just hear the screams of, of these of these kids and the terror and one of them is shaking nervously and, and, and rightfully so but going back to what you said with the students the courage that they have the courage that they've been having after the shooting to stand up and say like you said we're going to be the last mass mm-hmm. school shooting because whatever side of the aisle you're on politically we can all agree that this needs to stop yeah. now who is to blame I'm not going to get into that because that is a big – that's just a big spider web to get into. And there's many different sides, so there's many different – and if you saw the CNN town hall of – I believe it was last week with Marco Rubio and with some of the other leaders, you could see it was very, very heated on both sides. It wasn't – and I think – and I'll send this back to you, but the power of social media almost feels like now whenever something tragic like this happens – it's almost our responsibility anybody's responsibility that we kind of become the reporters or we become like we are we are setting up what's hopefully a solution for the future is because we're capturing the moments
0: yeah so uh, everyone else can see
1: it yeah what are your thoughts overall on how social media is playing into these these Because we've seen it in other places as well. We've seen yeah. it in other school shootings, unfortunately, that have been captured, moments of terror.
0: Yeah. So I think, like you said, I think that the, it, it's – and I, I, I'm assuming that this is what they're thinking. And This is at least what I, I – I can't tell you what I would do in the moment, but this is – This is how I I would like to see it. You know, people use social media for all sorts of things, but in reality, it's a form of communication. And when these people, anybody who's lived through any type of mass shooting or any type of horrific event, when you you, you have that tool, so you can use it. I mean, obviously, people use it for all sorts of things, but you can use it to tell the world what's happening and to not even tell them, to show them, because sometimes people think, Oh, that's that happened here. You know, I, I don't, I don't go there. I'm not from there. I, you know, that wouldn't happen to me. And and so people kind of feel not everyone, but some people may feel distance from events like this. But. I think what people are trying to show, especially through social media, especially these kids, is that this can happen anywhere. It shouldn't happen anywhere, but it can happen anywhere. And they're trying to show you how terrifying it is. One thing is reading it in the news. You know, this happened at this time, this at this place, and this is the number of casualties. But to see, like you said, to see the video of students in school while they're learning things, while they are wor- where they should be worried about. You know, turning in a paper and what they're going to wear to prom—they're they're worrying about getting shot, getting killed in a place that's supposed to be safe. Of course, they're—I I think that the fact that they were brave enough, yeah, to 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 share those moments of terror says a lot because now we feel that terror. We we feel it for them, and this shouldn't happen. And so, I think everybody thinks this shouldn't happen, but. Uh, lots of people don't know what to do to make it not happen again. So the more that the, these videos and these pictures and these words are just shared, maybe somebody will finally, you know, make a change or maybe somebody will. And I shouldn't say make a change. People are lots of people are trying to make sh- change, but maybe a change will finally take place. And for these students, they're, they're using the tool that they technically grew up with, um, one of the, um, lines in the story says, for these teenage students born in the mid 2000s, communicating with their smartphones and the language that comes with it is instinctual. And it's true. They were basically, you know, for us, social media and, and smartphones came a little while later, but for them, they are the kings and queens of this stuff. And yeah, sometimes people share stuff that other people may find ridiculous and, you know, um, egotistical or whatever. But in this moment, these kids used the only tool that they had with them to show the world what was happening. And now the great part is that now they're using that very same tool to make change. And so some 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 of these kids, you see that they have like thousands and hundreds of thousands of followers are on Twitter now, and they're talking about changing laws and... Yeah. um you know, making it possible so this stuff doesn't happen again. And, and I think that that's, I think that's incredible. And I think that they are heroes in that they are, they want to see change and not just, you know, the way that we all want to see change, but they are doing everything in their power to bring about that change and to make sure, like you said, that they are the last school shooting.
1: Yeah. And, and it's powerful to see, I was, I'm thinking back to the CNN, um, the CNN town hall that they had and, you saw these kids who were there, who experienced it, who saw their classmates dead on the floor, Ugh, yeah. and they have now because of their experience, they have the power. They have almost as equal power. It felt like as a politician, as whether yeah. it was Marco Rubio or whoever else was in that stage as well, they had the power. It's sad that it has reached that point that they had a witness that they had a, that now they have that amount of power where. Does that mean just a regular, like a person who has an experience that doesn't have the power that shouldn't be the case Aww. and feel what you may about some of the politicians or whatnot on either side. But a lot of work obviously has to be done. And personally, for me, am I feeling that schools are going to get safer? Not anytime soon. Unfortunately, this is my opinion. But I am hopeful that now that we are now hit a crossroads where, okay there used to be the shock of the school shooting, and then it became kind of almost a regular pattern, unfortunately. And now it's just reached a point, I'm hopeful that we're all sick of it. I think we, we were sick of yeah. it from the beginning, and not that nobody's necessarily happy about it, but it felt like we weren't sick enough to the point where, okay, now we really want to change. Now we're putting all those politics aside. We're putting the money by aside because let's not act like there's not some money involved with, right. with some certain uh, political factors when it comes to – how you feel about guns? How you feel about restrictions when it comes to guns? But the way that these kids have moved about and said that—well, there was one I remember watching on. I think it was MSNBC that said, "I can't believe that I had to witness this, and I can't believe that now, a week ago, I wasn't thinking about going to town halls and talking to politicians, mm-hmm. and here I am now, and now here I am." Uh, I think this was one of the people that were going to that was going to talk with uh, President Trump mm-hmm. uh, and. And yeah, it's just like, cut uh, like. But you were saying earlier, they shouldn't be worrying about these things. <laughs> they should be yeah. worried about, I mean, no yeah. One uh, be. yeah and, and and yet, we're still here, so many years later. Yeah, many like,
0: shootings later.
1: And I, I, I'm hopeful that that these students do accomplish what they said they they that they want to be. That they want to be the last school shooting. I I hope that is the case. Yeah. Um. Is there there's there more pressure that we need to add to? Not just politicians, but certain groups absolutely they need to add it and also to ourselves we need to we need to change our culture as well and I know a lot of people are are making an effort to changing the culture whether it's how we feel about whether it's guns or even to something like to the mental extent of yeah things. mental health yeah um bullying things yeah. like that there's a lot of work to be done don't get me wrong but just because there's a lot of work to be done doesn't mean that it's not possible and that doesn't mean that we shouldn't try,
0: yeah, and I think um Like you said, you know, we all we all think. Yeah, I don't think anyone's like, no, things should stay the same, the exact same. And this just keeps happening. I don't think anyone thinks that. I think we all want to see things get. Better, um, you know, people have different solutions, but we want to see things get better. But I think what happens is after these things happen, because unfortunately they have happened frequently, they happen, and we all say, you know what, things need to change, and that's it. We think it's somebody else's job to change things, and right. yes, obviously there's people who have more power to change things than other people, but really we all hold some sort of power. And these kids, you know, they're not even 21, and not even 18, and and obviously there were faculty involved in this as well, but these. These, they're kids, you know, they're teenagers and they are taking on people with power, people in, um, Washington and mm-hmm. people in the White House. And they're doing that through social media. And that's what's incredible. I, you had seen, and we, we talk about this all the time. Whenever there's, um, a, a, a horrific event, people send their thoughts and prayers. And, yeah. <laughs> and I don't think there's anything wrong with sending your thoughts and prayers, but if you have the power to send more than thoughts and prayers, I think you should probably use that power to yes. send more than thoughts and prayers. And so these kids, when, Certain politicians were tweeting things out about, you know, sending their thoughts and prayers because because politicians have more power than certain people these, you know, some of these kids were responding and they were saying, I need more than thoughts and prayers. We need, like, my friends just die. Like, they were saying, and it's it it's so true. Like, they, they like, Twitter and, and other platforms gave them the power to answer these politicians instead of, and for the politicians to see that and for the world to see that because they have the ultimate voice now. And so I, it's, it's, it's inspiring to see them do that. And, I, I mean, I hope that there really is change. And, I mean, obviously, if we can do something... We should.
1: Yes. It seems like bullying has been around basically since the beginning of time. And it is something that has been talked about a lot. And we definitely want to hit it up. But we're going to take some angles on it because – Bullying in general is obviously is not good, to say the least. It happens pretty much to everybody. I don't know one person that I I can say or that I know that said, hey, have never been bullied, whether as a child or as an adult, which we'll get into in a second. But with all these, we were talking about shootings earlier. We're talking about what happened in Florida, and there has not been a report saying that this person that, that did that had been bullied. But in the past, there have been reports about people who have done uh, these unfortunate incidents have been bullied, and not every person that had been bullied, not every victim, has gone to that extreme. But bullying is something that, especially over the last few years, there's been a lot of campaigns on social media, and we see it on television as well to end bullying. Bullying in social media has become something now that it feels like it's pretty common. Now in school, you kind of knew who your bullies, the bullies were, and you did your best to avoid them. But now with cyberbullying, it's people that, yeah, you know, it could be people that you don't know. And they just come in, and before you know it, it's, you're not only being bullied at school or at work, you're, you're bullying, you're being. Everywhere, yeah. Yeah, you're getting bullied everywhere. So, uh, some facts about cyberbullying that I was reading by, from do something.org. Nearly 43% of kids have been bullied online, and one in four has had it happen more than once. So. We grew up in a time where there wasn't necessarily social media yet. It hadn't come around. It was just a few years after. Uh, 70% of students report seeing frequent bullying online. So that's, yeah, that's three out of four people, basically. Three out of four kids have seen somebody else get bullied. And sometimes, a lot of times, there's what can you do? What can you do? And not just online, but also even when you're getting bullied in school, I think for a lot of times, a lot of kids, what they do, I know I, I, I've i done it before and I'm not proud of it. When you see somebody else get bullied, you usually don't step in. You don't do
0: anything. Yeah.
1: You just kind of wait for it to either die out or wait for a teacher to kind of get involved. So with this issue of bullying, and we'll get to the adult bullying in just a little bit. But I want to get your thoughts Yvette, on bullying in the sense of before you talk about cyberbullying, let me just ask, have you ever been bullied? I was
0: probably bullied at some point in school. Like you said this is, it had nothing to do with social media, but it wasn't anything. It was never it, it like, you know, fortunately, thankfully, it was nothing that I like harbored, I guess. Nothing that like I didn't want to go to school because of it. The bullying never got to that. You know, kids tease each other or, you know, will say something and maybe it's a moment of bullying, but no, I can't say that I had like a constant bully, you know, like on on um like when we grew up seeing um Bullying, I guess, portrayed in television and film. Yeah. It was like, you know, usually some kid who was bigger than another kid and had more like physical strength yeah. would bully another kid into giving them their lunch money or giving them their lunch or doing their homework. And, and that's, that's how we portrayed bullying. And so, no, I, I, I never experienced that. I was, yeah, I was teased, but never. Um, extensively and never, like I said, to the point where I didn't want to go to school. And um, I don't remember seeing a lot of that either. Like, I can't tell you that. And I hope I'm right because I I have a terrible memory, but I don't remember like nothing comes to mind where I like where anybody that I went to school with that at least that I noticed was severely bullied. But like I said, I I may have not noticed or I may have just forgotten. I I don't know. But I, I don't remember that either. And I don't know if that was because of where I went to school or because of just, you know, bullying now has, it just seems like such an extreme, and then since we didn't have that, maybe I just didn't notice. I I don't know, but I, yeah, I can't say I was, I mean, yeah, I was bullied, but I guess I can't say I was bullied to any extreme. What about you?
1: For me, I was bullied. I was bullied uh, as a little kid. I had some pretty big glasses growing up, and it was because of my physical appearance. Uh, I had some pretty big glasses. Uh, I had buck teeth, and my hair was just really, like, kind of weird and to the side, and so, yeah, I guess you could say I looked like a nerd, and I guess that just made me an easy target, so I was bullied by... By, like, one person
0: or no, by, like, a group? By, by a group.
1: Yeah, I was bullied as a, as a group in second grade. And, and was it, like, grade. a
0: consistent, like, they followed you throughout, um like, other other grades, or it was just it happened that time
1: and then... No, it happened that time, and then, like, another time it would be another group and things like that. Really? Yeah. It yeah, so stuck. I was bullied. Yeah, I mean, it, it's... Looking back at it now, it's just, like, it's whatever, but... Yeah, it did. It, th- it did hurt. You know, even when you're eight years old yeah, or nine years old, you know, it you're does still hurt. like,
0: finding your identity and for someone yeah. to throw it off like that. Did you ever not want to go to school because of it? Or was it something you're like, oh, I, like, I, how did you deal with it?
1: I, I just kind of accepted it. That like, I kind of accepted the fact, this sounds really sad to say, but this is the truth. I kind of accepted that I was a nerd and I just wasn't, it wasn't going to change anything for me. Like, I was never going to be, quote, unquote, cool. And I just had to accept the fact that this is... I gonna get beat up sometimes, and I'm gonna get picked on. So you got and physically beat up? Sometimes, yeah. Wow. Uh, I got, I would get hit, and um, and I would get picked on because my bad teeth, and I had these big glasses on, and I really couldn't go home and tell my mom and be like, "Hey, I'm getting bullied" or whatnot. Yeah. That part wasn't in me, and then again, you know, I love my mom. She's always been great, but she never gave me a talk about bullying in the sense of like that wasn't something that was that was brought up. And I didn't bring it up either. So maybe it's more on me as a kid. I should have said, you know, I'm, I'm getting made fun of in school. But but I, if you weren't taught
0: to, y- you know, say something, do yeah. they ever like talk about it in school? Like, uh, I'm guessing now they have talks about like bullying, yeah. terrible bullying.
1: Barely. Okay. From what I recall, like just barely, like they would just say you shouldn't make fun of somebody else for whatever the reason or whatnot. And that would be it. But then. That was just the norm of the early '90s, I guess. I don't know, yeah, or maybe crazy. just before nowadays, um, where there is more, more of the thought about okay, we need a, the implications of bullying are are serious, and I think nowadays we've heard, unfortunately, the stories about how kids unfortunately take their own lives oh, yeah, because horrible. of because of bullying because they feel like there is no escape there's from, no end. there's no end to, whether it's at school, whether it's even sometimes at home because. Yeah. An older brother or an older sister or siblings in general, they they can bully as well. People don't maybe. Yeah, think like there's it. bullying
0: within families, oh, yeah. and, and, you know, especially like with, you know, at least like with me and a lot of the Latino families I know, you know, there's teasing. Like you kind of got to like deal with the family bullying. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: I, at least in my family. No, you know? you're right. And, it, and it's not, and I mean, I don't want to say that it's okay, but it's not. I think it depends on who. Like if someone you love is bullying you, Well, I don't know if bullying is the right word. If someone you love is teasing you, you, I guess, can either... Say, like, mm-hmm. you can be that person that's like, no, don't tease her because she doesn't like to be teased or he or whatever. Right. Um, or you can just, you know, roll, you know, sometimes we, there's people that are around us that we tease, but, but I think that's different. That's, yeah. that's, that's, different than, than bullying. Um, I have a, well, sort of a bullying story. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't me. I, um, I feel really bad about this uh-huh. now, but, um, <laughs> no, and I wasn't a bully, but I do remember at one point, I won't say what grade it was because I don't want anyone to know. <laughs> um, but in my, like, before I was in, like, the third grade, before the third grade, um, I bullied a boy that I liked. Oh. I was that person uh, so cliche but yeah i did and you're it wasn't
1: like, you were like helga in hey arnold
0: yeah kind of but not really not like to that extent but i did i bullied like it was i wasn't the only one like you know a couple people and it wasn't anything like we didn't know it wasn't physically and it wasn't like you know follow you home from school and like you know it was right. like just uh, you know sometimes during recess and it didn't happen for a long time but I, yeah i did i bullied the boy that i liked mm-hmm. <laughs> and um it wasn't okay but i didn't i guess i didn't think of it as bullying i thought of it like i guess in a weird young me way, (laughs) young embarrassingly (laughs) me way. I was like flirting, I guess. Mm -hmm. But he must have told the teacher because... Um, at one point like um, that teacher for that grade she <laughs> that I won't name <laughs> but she had a talk with the class like like it was like she like lectured all of us on bullying mm-hmm. but I swear at one point she looked right into my eyes oh. and so like in my head I'm like oh she knows like it was me and I felt so guilty during that talk <laughs> I was just the worst person in the world to myself because she was right like she made so many points you know bullying is not okay and being mean to people isn't okay and I'm I'm generally really a nice person like most <laughs> people can attest to that but um, I, you know, I was very young and I obviously didn't know. I wouldn't do this now for the record right. <laughs> or ever after that. But yeah, that during that lecture, she was like spot on. And it, like I said, it was to the whole class, but she was looking at me. I ah, know it. And sweet. I never, yeah. And after that, and like I said, the bullying didn't last for a long time. And it, you know, I guess I thought of it more of like flirting, teasing at the yeah. time, but I never did it again. Right. Ever. And to him. And um, I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to name him. I just no. don't remember his name. I'm not going to rename him though. But... Um,
1: you know, for I hope me, he doesn't hold no. anything <laughs>
0: against me. No. That's horrible.
1: <laughs> now, for me, see, uh, after, after about fifth grade, I kind of got out of the bullying cycle. I guess you know, I wasn't bullied anymore. I just kind of became one of the, I guess, quote unquote, regular kids, if you will. Mm-hmm. But in seventh and eighth grade, I became a bully. You did? I, yeah, I started becoming a bully.
0: Why? Like, was there a switch in your mind that was like, all right, now I'm like, or did it just happen naturally? Like I'm It happened curious. because
1: uh, around seventh grade and eighth grade, uh, I felt like I was one of the quote unquote popular kids there. And I kind of like knew that like I was generally liked by the people, like mm-hmm. by even the kids who were like the little wannabe uh, little little wannabe gangster kids to everybody from uh, just like my like regular friends to mm-hmm. everybody else. it felt like you know like you had the yeah, power like I had that yeah okay and you begin to like it you begin to like okay now people will listen to me and they did listen to you and you know other kids would listen to you so you would kind of become a leader of a of a little mini pack if you will mm-hmm. and then you realize that okay then you 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 team up I guess if you will with other kids and I'm not saying it was a good thing but you team up with other kids who maybe take it a little bit more extreme, who physically started beating some. Oh, of some so piece. you
0: physically, you physic, you were a physical bully?
1: No, I never oh. physically. No, but my, my the people I was hanging out with, they
0: were, they were. So you were there for it?
1: I was there for it. Uh, me, I was just more of just the talker or whatnot. But if I obviously, if I needed to, if I was a little, I was a kid, I was like, oh, if I'll, I'll fight, I'll fight. You know, my little voice or yeah. whatnot. But. I was more like, I'm, I'm going to pick on you. And I, I felt like to me, it felt good because I n- never had that both. Oh, you and, had
0: like the power, I guess. Yeah. I never that. had
1: the power in school to do that. And also at home, I have my older brother mm-hmm. and my, me and my older brother are cool now, but my brother would even admit it. He was a big bully to me, mm-hmm. you know, for many years uh, growing up and now having that, it just felt so good. And I, it's sad to say that it's sad to say that Like, that it felt good, but it did. It did Confessions feel of a Bully. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but um, but bu- did you
0: ever at any point, did you ever feel bad? Like, did you ever feel like, oh, man, this used to be me or it didn't hit you then?
1: It hit me when uh, and this is the first time I am telling uh, this as far as in public. I know I've told some other people, but I've never said it in, the, in this kind of form. Uh, I once got called to the – me and a group of my friends got called to the principal's office uh, because there was one kid that we had bullied so much that he didn't want to come to school.
0: Oh, man. Yeah.
1: No, he Yeah, he didn't want to come to school. His dad called the principal's office, and then we were called to the wow. principal's office, and yeah. And then it was, hit you? Yeah, then it hit me, and then we – I thought we were going to be like in really deep, deep trouble. We got – you know, we we were able to. I guess a warning where he just gave us yeah. a warning, but he said, uh, you know, like in, in typical teacher talk or principal talk, I don't want to see you in my office ever again.
0: Yeah, and
1: yeah, and he's right overall. Like, but back then I was just like, okay, yeah, it's whatever. But then when I got home and I realized, like, oh man, like I know what that's like. Yeah, I know what that's like. So that's when I began to kind of look back and think, what am I, what am I doing here? Like, that's yeah. not.
0: And I wonder if like other. Like now I'm trying to get into the mind of a bully, but I wonder if like bully people who bully, whether it was when we were growing up or now, I wonder if they think that they could drive somebody to that not 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 like let's not go to not suicide but just drive somebody to like really just not want to like to be afraid and to be like to feel so helpless and to just not want to go to school because you know most kids yeah like if you don't have to go to school you, like, you don't, you don't want to go to school but at the same time there's you know where you could see your friends and you could to play or whatever so there's a little part for some people maybe even bigger that you enjoy going to school right. so f- to take that away completely from someone I, I wonder if that because I'm, I'm sure that wasn't your intention you weren't like uh-huh. we're going to bug him so bad until he doesn't want to come to school. And that wasn't my intention when I, you know, yeah. <laughs> flirted, teased, <laughs> slash bullied maybe. It, it wasn't that, you know, right. like I don't know what my intention was back in there, but I'm sure that you weren't trying to drive them away, but I wonder if with other people who just won't stop, especially now that social media plays a role into it, I wonder if that's on someone's mind. Like can you really dislike somebody or hate somebody so bad that you want to take away their school experience?
1: In in my mind, and I'm not You know, I'm not a psychologist. I've not studied on this, but I think it has to be something else other than the fact that they just want to, you know, hurt that person. I just think it has to be something, whether it's at home or something that has happened. And it's unfortunate because really for a lot of these, I'm going to say kids, for a lot of these kids, they they need help. They need to have somebody to talk to because that is some sort of anger, some sort of frustration that is, that is, that is, or maybe it could be just... What happened in my case was just it felt good. And mm-hmm. you don't realize that you need to channel that elsewhere and not channel it because you felt somewhat in a way, at least for me, looking back at it now, I felt redeemed. I felt like, OK, um, now I'm yeah. now I'm here. Like you and now canceled I'm,
0: I'm, out your years of being bullied. Yeah,
1: because. Yeah. And because those years were terrible. Yeah. And, yeah and, and now it's like, OK, now I have the control. And then you have to have a circumstance like that. Unfortunately, now, you know, now we're seeing. Things that are more extreme, like people, unfortunately, taking their, their yeah. own lives or just not going to school. And uh, I wanted to also hit up with the topic of we were talking about bullying as more for kids and for maybe high school. Yeah. But it happens to adults as well. Yeah. And I was reading this uh, column here by uh, Inc. It's the five types of bullies uh, adults face.
0: Ooh, what and
1: are... the five are there's the physical bullying. So this includes threats, intimidation and harassment. That would be something that maybe we don't see that every day mm-hmm. but it's still out there there yeah, are still of yeah there's tangible material bullying that's when a bully uses power position so I'm your boss to control oh. the victim uh this is tangible b- material bullying there's ver- of course the verbal bullying uh, anything from teasing to threats uh, to gossip uh and also obviously to uh, strong language. Uh, these bullies will use their words to torment, uh, even when they may not have actual power over the victim. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's,
0: that's the worst kind of bullying.
1: Yeah. Then there's the passive aggressive uh, bullying. So describing as like negative gossip, negative joking at someone's mm-hmm. expense, sarcasm. I think we see that one quite a bit as well. The condescending eye contact, facial expression or gestures, mimicking. Uh, yeah. And there's other, mm-hmm. there's, there's, Sabotaging someone's well-being. Oh wow, that's, that's a separate bully. No, this is the. It's the oh, same it's one. still Passive, part of yeah, the passive-aggressive. Still passive-aggressive.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, that that one actually might be one of the worst ones.
1: Yeah, deliberately causing embarrassment and insecurity. And I think that's horrible. Yeah, that one is still part of the passive-aggressive one. Yeah. But for me, I've seen that. Even recently, I've seen people unfortunately do that one. Well, they'll bring up an embarrassing story.
0: Yeah. yeah. Just that's, to just to make. Uh, that's not yeah cool.
1: those All right. if you're if you're one of those people that do that that wants to uh, as uh, me and my friends call it uh, we've called it before as a joke like reminisce. like uh, reminiscing reminisce, but, you're, yeah, but you're kind that's, of dissing somebody that's exactly, but that's not cool yeah. no
0: it's not no. because what are you getting at well no of course they're getting joy out of it but why why is someone else's not like a moment from someone else's life that isn't a good moment or they don't want to bring up why are you bringing that up like yeah. That, yeah, I know people like that. That that's frustrating. Yeah,
1: the last one is of course is cyberbullying, uh, which okay. we've talked about uh, recently. We had we saw an episode of somebody who had experienced cyberbullying and it made news. Uh, this was former NFL player Jonathan Martin. He was detained in a Los Angeles or he, he was detained in a Los Angeles area hospital. Uh, he was seeking treatment after he posted on Instagram uh, a photo of a shotgun and saying, "I'm just reading the." Uh, Reading it here, it says, When you're a bully victim uh and a coward, your options are suicide or revenge. That's unfortunate obviously. That's what
0: he said with his post. Yeah, that's what
1: he said with his post. And that's obviously unfortunately unfortunate to hear. He also tagged people that were that one in particular, he uh tagged somebody who was his former teammates with the Miami Dolphins, who a few years ago there was a I guess you could call it a scandal where this former teammate uh, picked on Jonathan Martin, and caused him to basically quit the team. Wow! And it yeah, and it led to suspension, and and Jonathan Martin is no longer in the league. But it's just a continuation of that the fact that bullying as adults can have mm-hmm. just as much yeah. as you know pain,
0: and I mean, it can affect anyone. Yeah, you know, you're talking about an NFL player here that some people would assume you know NFL players they don't get bullied, but yeah, anybody can.
1: And was getting back now to cyberbullying, uh, like we mentioned before, we didn't grow up necessarily with – there wasn't Instagram when we were in third grade mm-hmm. or in fourth grade. Or, Thank or, or goodness one. for <laughs> that. Yeah. But, Yvette, I want to get your thoughts on if we thought bullying was tough when we were young,
0: Yeah.
1: when we were in third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, or whatnot, how about now for these kids who now – Let's say they're getting, unfortunately, hopefully not. But if they're getting bullied at school, they go back home and they're looking at their phone. Yeah, and they're, they're still seeing, getting. They're bullied. still getting bullied on Facebook and they're still getting bullied on Instagram. I don't. I. I don't know. It's. It feels like it's. I hate to say it, but it feels like it's tougher to be a kid now. Yes, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Um, I like you said when we were kids. And the things that we would see portrayed in the media and, you know, around us or to us, it would happen at school and you're not at school all day and you're not at school on the weekend. So yeah, you get away from it. You're free for a while um, if that's what you're going through. But now with social media, it follows you everywhere. And before, it used to be that it would follow you home onto the computer at home. You know, the the, the desktop that a lot of people had, in the yeah. family desktop that you weren't allowed to use all day. So things like that. Now it's in your phone. It's in and your phone is always with you. It's in your hand. And these kids are getting harassed and tortured. And it's just, I, 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 yeah, I think the kids that are growing up today, like I know sometimes we'll we'll say that they don't know what real work is like, and like because they they have th- it seems like they have things easier. I know we've joked around about that, but also they have things harder because they face more more of a chance to be tortured like that they take that home with them even if they don't want to and now like when the internet first came out it gave people the power to be I always say the best thing well I don't I, I say this but I don't I don't know who actually said it but I quote them a lot mm-hmm. they said the best thing about the internet is it gives everyone a voice and the worst thing about the internet is that it gives everyone a voice right. and so it's so true because now people have a voice and they have the power to be anonymous if they want which is very very like it's such a thing that a coward would do, but that's what a lot of people do. And now with social media, yeah, you have your accounts and stuff. But really, you can make up all these other fake accounts and bully people if oh, you'd yeah. like. And people do that. And so I know we we grew up with, you know, sticks and stones, you know, words. What, what is it? Sticks it's, and stones will yeah, break your bones, bones, but words will never yeah. hurt you. Yeah, yeah well, that's not true. Words no. hurt. Yeah. Words hurt. And words that are out there for the whole world to see hurt even more and that they're following you constantly and you're seeing it on Twitter and Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, email, whatever. I'm sure there's several other platforms that kids are using now that I don't know about, but it's just, it's, it's horrible. And I can't like, I have two nieces and I can't like, oh, to think that, that that's the world that they're growing up in and that they, I mean, I hope that they never become bullies, but I also hope that they're never bullied. But I guess, is that even realistic? Like to never be bullied and 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 you can you can try and teach people I think now you can look we, we, I guess we're we're more mature now that we can look back and you can tell a younger you like those are just words yeah. like yes they hurt but you will be okay yeah. and you will grow up to be great mm-hmm. greater than you are now yeah. and so yeah we can we can say that that to ourselves you know back then or we can tell ourselves that now but you can tell a child that and you know who knows that they would listen they won't it's you can't take away their pain like those yeah. words and whatever those whatever else is they're being like bullied with that all hurts and you can tell someone to be strong and that it'll be okay but i mean in that moment
1: and like you said it's it's now following them home it might be back in our day i guess if you back when we were younger it ended it, it ended yeah. at three o'clock or it ended as soon as you step into your doorway. Yeah. But in the summertime. La, yeah, Or in the summertime, you didn't have to quote unquote deal with it. Yeah. But now you're dealing with it everywhere and it's, it's tough. My, I guess to kind of close off this conversation about bullying, is there something that's, I guess, what would, what's your hope for when it comes to that kids nowadays, we were talking about like social media and how they we, we could use it for positive things. As we mentioned in our conversation earlier, obviously it could be used for negative things, but when it comes to bullying, is it just as simple as parents, we, we need to talk or teachers, we need to educate our kids more about bullying or is it something of something more than that?
0: I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I think it's a little bit of everything because, yeah, if a, if a parent is raising a child like a brat, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, that sounds horrible. But if a parent is raising a child like that, then, yeah, chances are that kid might be a bully or might be used to having things their way. And so they might use their power for the bad, you know, because social media, that's what it is. It's it's power. It's a powerful tool. And you've got these kids in Parkland who are doing great things with it right now and trying to bring about change, not just for themselves, but for everybody. And then, yeah, you've still got, you've got people who are bullies and cowards and who are using social media to torment others. And so I, I think we have seen that that people talk about bullying a lot more now especially cyberbullying like you said there's campaigns and i'm sure that there's a part in school now where it's just you know that they they talk about it i'm sure that they i would hope you know that you you do hear about that a lot so yes it's part of the education they are i think they are doing something to to educate people about it and its effects Mm -hmm. but yeah i think more can be done And i think yes it can it can come from the parents you know you can teach your kids now and i'm not a parent so i i guess i i can't speak a lot. I don't know what it's like to have to teach a child something like that. But I think you can try. You can try to teach. I'd like to think that if I ever had kids, I would try, I would would teach them that that's not okay. That you can't do that to somebody else because you don't know what it will lead them to. And so if you, like, yes, just don't be a bad person. Don't be mean. And don't let anyone be mean to you. And you tell somebody and you you know, oh man, I, I just, I hate to think about that, that that's, that's something that we'd have to teach our kids now. But, um, I think it comes from everybody. And I think that it also comes from within. And so I hope, my hope is that more and more younger people with this powerful tool, use it for the better, use it to make the world a better place, the world around them and the world for the future generations to come instead of tormenting others with it. Um, because nobody wants to be on the other side of that.
1: No, and for me, my, I guess my message would be for Yvette had mentioned it as well that, yeah, the words, the words can resonate. They, they sometimes they, they don't, but a lot of times they do. They'll resonate sometimes even more than physically getting bullied and beating and beat, getting beat up. Sometimes you remember a little bit more those times that you were called a certain name or you were made fun of because of whatever than the time that you had gotten beaten up. There is always there is always a light at the end of the tunnel. Yes. And there's something that's, you know, you need to speak up and you need to do something, whether it is that you're getting bullied or whether it's that you're seeing somebody getting bullied. I think that's. Yeah. Take
0: the, the bully's power away.
1: Yeah. I think that's a, something that we just kind of we look at it. We see a bully. bystander Yeah. Effect. And then, yeah. And just kind of, well, somebody else will take care of it. Yeah. Whether it's the teacher, whether it's the parent, whether it's whatnot. No, you need to do something about it and. A great website is uh, do something.org. That is a place where you can get more resources. If there is any kind of questions that somebody might have about whether it's bullying or whether you're getting bullied yourself, uh, they do actually have a crisis text line. So send a text to 741741, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, they have trained counselors that will talk about anything that you need from when it comes to bullying, when it comes to other any kind of issue that you're having as well. Uh, there is also stopbullying.gov, which has other resources as well, because as Eva and I had mentioned, bullying is now not longer just at the school. It is everywhere and it is a big problem. And not just for kids, for adults, too. Absolutely. It's it's, it's happening in our jobs. It's happening when we don't even think it is, when we think it's just, oh, we're just talking or we're, it's just a little bit of fun. It's not a little bit of it's fun.
0: It's not a little bit of fun if both parties aren't having fun. Right. So remember that.
1: Yeah. So... The help is out there and speak up and say something. And hopefully one day we can. I like to think that maybe one day bullying will be something of the past in the sense of like, remember when when bullying was an issue and Mm -hmm. now nobody would even dare to think about like, no, don't pick on that person or no, don't do that because of the consequences that could happen. Just a hope. (laughs)
0: All right, well, that's our episode for today. We hope you enjoyed this conversation. Don't forget to tell your friends and family to subscribe to the podcast via um, uh, Apple Podcasts, Kiss on News Radio, Stitcher, Public Radio. Radio Public. Radio Public, sorry, Radio Public. Radio yeah. Public. Tune in radio, and um, there is another one. I just couldn't remember
1: their name right That's now. <laughs> cool. <laughs> we're the other ones bit. should
0: be enough. Um, yeah. And don't forget to follow, um, or I should say, tell your friends and family because hopefully you are already following. Um, to follow us on social media at KSL Cafecito on Twitter. I'm also at Evie Cruz.
1: And I'm at Shredgaravas. And on
0: Facebook, we're KSL Cafecito. See ya. Ciao. Oh, oh,